we are live. It's been Welcome. Nice stream, yes. We yes. have these uh, warnings now that we're being recorded. I like that. Yeah, I know. I love it. I love it. Create a great uh, mm -hmm. YouTube channel for, with all you guys on and stuff that people can come back and check on, which yeah. is fantastic. So, yeah. So welcome to the second day of a well-being experience, the fall edition of 2021. And today, to kick it off, we have got Carla Van Borst and Danea Zielinski of Holo Hol Holographic Healing. That's quite a tongue twister. Just that Isn't sentence right there. Yeah. Did I do, did I do okay? Zilkowski. Okay. Zilkowski. Okay. And Zilkowski. I try to do it again. It's okay. <laughs> Zilkowski. Okay. Thanks for the clarification. That's <laughs> well intentioned. Well intentioned. So, so oh. hypnosis and energy medicine for a true whole healing. Carla and Danea discovered how using two of their modalities together at the same time created powerful results that help to bring the body, mind, and soul into alignment naturally. This creates dramatic shifts in physical, mental, and emotional wellness. These two ladies discovered this amazing combination quite by accident while they were attending training for hypnosis and have been working together ever since. With Carla's 25 plus years of expertise in energy medicine and Danae's passion for hypnosis, they have helped hundreds of people unwind their stories and create positive, permanent change in their lives. And I and today, Carla and Danae are giving away a hypnotherapy body talk session, which is fabulous. That sounds great. Lucky winner for that, for sure. And I will include their information and their website on the Facebook Live here so that you can get a hold of them afterwards. But for now, I will pass this off to these wonderful ladies to continue on. Enjoy this presentation. Thank you, Shauna. Thank you, Shauna, for putting us on. It's yeah, an honor. It is for sure. <clears throat> All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Danae Zelkowski, and I'd like to start off by thanking you as well for joining us today. It, uh, it's a pleasure and an honor to be here. So uh, I am certified in hypnosis. I'm also certified in neuro-linguistic programming. I've been attuned to the master level of Reiki and I've taken uh, other, other things as well. But the thing that fascinates me the most is the human mind. It's something that, oh, you know, I love learning how we think and why we think, why we do what we do and all those intricacies that, that make us us. And it is an honor to be able to help people navigate their life and also understand how and why they do what they do and why they are the way they are and helping them find peace and reconnection within themselves. So what I would like to start with is I'd like to invite you to ask yourself a few simple questions. One, what can I learn here today? Two, how can I use what I learned today in my everyday life? Three, how can I have fun today? And four, how can I be a better person? And the reason I asked you to ask yourself those questions is to prime your brain for what to look for. Our minds will look for anything that we ask it to. May as well work within the natural power of our minds by asking it to look for something that we want. So it's my intention today to share a little bit about hypnosis and NLP, what specifically they are used for, 
And hopefully that'll bring it easily bring you an understanding to the natural power of mind. And before I get started, I just want to share a story with you guys. So there is this fellow, his name is Raymond. Raymond loves to hike. He was a bit of a holistic guy. So he foraged whatever he could from the woods that was really near his house. And he made all kinds of natural remedies and stuff. And, and being outside for him was his happy place. So he hiked every day. And I always found it to be so good for his soul. And there were so many different trails that he could choose from. One trail would lead somewhere and some would lead into one another and, and some led to the same place. And there was this one in particular that took him to a place that he'd rather not go. Right. He just he didn't enjoy There's this one section of this trail because it was so dense. The trail narrowed so much and the trees closed in so close. Their roots were gnarled and knotted up. And it was, it was as though they were intentionally trying to trip him. Right. Grabbing at his, his ankles and stuff like that. And it was so dense that it blocked the sun out. It was like it was nighttime all the time. And this part of the trail was so high up. It was so high up above the river that was raging below. And sometimes rocks would slough off and plunging down into the abyss. And, and because it was so dense and dark, there was always this eerie silence that just took over everything. No birds chirped, no chipmunks, nothing. Except the occasional branch breaking or rock falling below. Now I'm sure. I'm sure you're wondering why he even bothered with this trail, considering that he had so many others to choose from. Now you see at the top of the trail, there was, not only was there this most breathtaking, amazing view ever, but there was this special kind of berry that he couldn't find anywhere else. And he wished he didn't have to go through that particular part of the trail right? He wished he could find a different way, but to his knowledge, there was no other way because that was the only way he knew. And he really needed those berries. So he would always endure going to that place that he didn't want to go. And I have to say, this was one part that didn't soothe his soul, but he knew he had to go through it, right? So one day he was on his way and he just kind of noticed this little deer trail off to the side, right? It just all of a sudden one day caught his eye and it was so overgrown so well concealed he'd never seen it before he was so curious he just wandered over to check it out a little bit and just you know for whatever reason he decided to take this trail just to see where it went and as he walked along he had to he had to bushwhack right so he had to cut away the branches that grabbed at his pant legs he had to swipe away the cobwebs from his face but he could hear the chipmunks chattering to one another he could hear the birds chirping he could feel the sunshine on his skin as he carried on and it was so neat because every step he took down this new path, he noticed that the ground felt stable and it felt safe. And even though he had never been on this path before, he just knew, he knew in his heart that this was a new way. And as he came around this corner, this last corner, he came out to an even better view than the old trail offered him. There was an even better harvest of those really special berries that he needed. And his heart, his heart sang with joy as he realized that his days of that old, dark, dangerous path was now something that he could begin to forget and forget to remember. Now, 
Maybe you're wondering what that has to do with NLP and hypnosis. And that's a really good wonder. But all those different trails, I invite you to look at those different trails that he had to choose from. Compare them to the pathways in our minds. Some are fine. Some, some are wonderful just the way they are. Some are great. But we all have those places in our mind that take us to a place that no one wants to go to. You know, and they can happen for all kinds of different reasons, right? It can happen because maybe some information was mislearned or it was misplaced, or it could be that they formed when something happened before there was anything to relate it to, or, or there were any words for it or other emotions, right? And this is where NLP and hypnosis comes in. So NLP or neuro-linguistic programming, very simply put, is the way the brain communicates. It's the way we think. It's how and why those pathways are formed. And once we know how and why, or at least part of how and why, it becomes easier and less daunting to change it. You see, NLP is more than just words. It's how we put those words together. It's the emotions that we attach to them. It's our body language. Research has shown NLP to be a, a highly effective, trusted, and natural way to release habits patterns and beliefs, because it changes those neural pathways. It changes those trails in our minds easily, confidently, and permanently. Now, hypnosis, hypnosis can be described as a focused state of relaxation in which we are more susceptible to suggestions. And that might sound rather ominous, but just hear me out, right? We are given hundreds, if not thousands, of different suggestions every single day. Think about getting dressed this morning. You probably had more than one shirt to wear, right? You might have had different colors and different styles, right? And you chose the one that you did. You were offered different suggestions and you chose one. The same thing happens every time we decide what TV show to watch, what book to read, or what book not to read. Every time we make a choice, we have accepted a suggestion and we've also rejected a suggestion. So that statement about being more susceptible to suggestions isn't an ominous thing. It's a natural thing that we all do anyway. And when you're in your subconscious mind and you get there through relaxation, it's easier to accept suggestions because a subconscious mind is just like a fertile garden where anything planted in there will grow. So hypnosis is, has been recognized as a part of the American medical association since 1958 although some people do believe that hypnosis has had its roots that have extended back like 4000 years ago and according to dr alfred barrios hypnosis brings faster results than psychotherapy because it accesses a person's concerns at the subconscious level which is where the, our operating system is developed and stored Six sessions using advanced hypnotherapy can be equal to up to 600 psychotherapy sessions. So that's a really big difference. And psychotherapy is an amazing, amazing tool and, and everything that we have at our disposal to, to help ourselves move through our life is an incredible tool, especially when they're all used together. So one more article I'd like to just talk about briefly. It was published in the American Journal of Medicine in uh, November of 2020, and it's called, it's titled Hypnosis, the most effective treatment you have yet to prescribe. 
And the article goes on to state, reviews on hypnosis for internal medicine topics are impressive with demonstrated efficacy for migraine headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, and anxiety. Hypnosis improves procedural pain and emotional distress and reduces medication consumption up to 40%. In short, if hypnosis were a drug, it would be a standard of care. Internists should prescribe hypnosis, particularly when it outperforms the current standard of care by safety and efficacy, as in the case of opioids and sedatives. So you can begin to see that hypnosis and NLP are highly recognized as very powerfully potent ways to facilitate change at the subconscious level, which is the most effective way to create permanent change to the way a person thinks and behaves. Something else you might find interesting is that each and every one of our behaviors are there because at some point, our minds decided that that was the best way to ensure survival. Now, I'm sure that you, like me, probably have some habits, behaviors, or ways of thinking that might not seem effective, but our minds will do anything, anything at all to ensure that we survive, including creating seemingly harmful measures, like addictive behaviors, right? Addictive behaviors usually bring on a release of chemicals and neurotransmitters that soothe the part of our brain that reacts when we're in pain. Now, moving along to trauma, and I know that I'm moving really quick. Um, Shauna mentioned she's going to put up our contact information. So if you want more information, please connect. I'm happy to help. I know Carla is as well. But about trauma, trauma is a, a big topic at the moment, and rightfully so. While all trauma is personal, meaning what may be considered a traumatic event to one might not be to another. And that's okay because we're all individual, we're all different. But we are currently living in a state of trauma with all of the worldly events that are happening at the moment. So trauma happens when there's a crisis that is so overwhelming, it takes away a person's normal way of responding. It occurs when the experience is so big that there are no words, there's no known way in which to deal with the situation at hand. Now, what also happens at that moment is the body turns on the fight and flight response. We literally pull all of our energy in so that we can see what needs to be directed where to make sure that we stay alive. And knowing this, it becomes easy to see how things that shape our brain when we're little kids, you know, might not seem like such a big deal when we're older, but when we're little, you know, we have no other way of, of knowing how to respond to these situations because we've never been there before, right? So when those things happen, they can become like those trails that take us to a deep, dark place in our minds. Now, it's interesting to know, according to Gabor Mate, what happens then over time with extended exposure to trauma, and not just Gabor, this is, this is becoming well known, um, the our neurology changes, our physical brain changes, and it becomes harder and harder to regulate our nervous system, to turn off fight and flight and turn on rest and digest. Imagine, and I talk about hiking a lot because it's one of my passions, but imagine walking down a trail knowing that you're going to come around a corner and you're going to face a really angry, hungry bear, but you don't know which corner. How in the world are you going to enjoy the journey when you know that that's what's there. So yet there's no other known way to get there. 
right? There'd be, there would just be no words for this experience. So trauma causes disconnection. It causes disconnection in the body and in the mind. Therefore, the opposite of trauma is connection. So coming back to the current situation with the constant bombardment of horrible, awful things that we all have access to in seconds, regulating our nervous system, turning on that rest and digest is a harder thing to do. So here's a few easy things that you can do anytime to just kind of connect back into yourself. The first one, and this is this, this one I find fascinating and kind of fun is shake it off. Literally shake your hands, do erratic movement, erratic dance, whatever it is. It, it, you're, you're turning off fight and flight and moving into rest and digest. Animals do it all the time. When a dog gets into a fight, they shake it off. Not only are they shaking off the energy, but they're regulating their nervous system. Give yourself a big hug, right? Cross your body like this, rub your arms like this. You're activating both sides of the brain. It's cross body stimulation. This is also really good for anxiety. And while you're doing this, take a few nice deep breaths in and out of your nose into your belly if you can. It might be hard at first because when we're in fight and flight, our breathing tends to be short and shallow. But as you do this and you take those few deep breaths, you will be able to get into the belly. And breathing in and out of the nose helps turn on rest and digest because it brings more oxygen in, it activates um, or it helps regulate the nervous system. When your mind wanders, and it will, bring your awareness back to the breath. Where do you feel it? How does it feel coming in and out of your nose? You know, when I first learned how to do this, I would repeat in my mind, breathing in, I know I'm breathing in, breathing out, I know I'm breathing out. And this instantly brings you back into your body. And it calms the mind and it slows down those racing thoughts. Right? So just gently gently bring it back when it wanders and it will because it that's just what our minds do so these steps are really simple easy to do things that can help bring peace by connecting you to yourself and moving into rest and digest but what about when it's something bigger or something that's been present in your life for a really long time that's a little bit of a different scenario. Yeah, those steps I just gave you are great for in the moment. And, you know, but eventually you're going to want to create that new pathway in your mind. And the first thing to do is to truly commit to it, to truly commit to resolving it. You know, think about may, maybe you decided you were going to go to the gym, but until you commit to it, you're not going to go all the time. So truly commit to resolving it. Truly commit to working through it. And this is really important because as you go through this part of your story or walk down this trail, it will get ugly. It will get uncomfortable. Personal growth is not always easy. Worth it, but not always easy. I compare it to ripping a Band-Aid off of the hairiest part of your body. It only hurts for a moment and then things get better than they were before. Look for support. You want to have a team of people that can hold your space in a healthy manner. And 
I invite you or I encourage you to look for that support within your own group, but also outside because those, those outside that you trust and feel safe with are unbiased. They have their concern as you, at least it should be. Um, change pathways in your mind, right? That's a super important thing. As you've just learned, hypnosis and NLP are great ways of doing that. And another way that's really helpful in doing that is using energy medicine. And that's what Carla's going to talk about. And Carla's been doing using energy medicine for over 25 years, and she has so much knowledge and wisdom. So on that note, I'm going to turn it over to Carla, and then we'll share about why we're here together. So thank you for your time. Carla, take it away. Thank you. Yes, and I like to... Uh share my screen i made a little powerpoint presentation with my limited abilities but it it looks okay i think so we're talking about energy medicine what is energy medicine and i hope you can all see this okay energy medicine is working with the body's innate ability, the body's energy system. And it's a very simple and effective form of therapy that allows the energy system of the body re-synchronized and in coercion again so it can operate as the nature has intended. Each cell in the body, and we have I believe 50 million of it or a trillion. I, there are different, different reports on that. But each system, each cell, each atom is in constant communication with each other and the nervous system all the time, 24-7. And through the exposure of stresses of day-to-day -day life, and that's extreme right now, as we all know, those lines of communication become compromised, which then lead to a decline in physical health, emotional health, and mental health. Reconnecting those lines of communication now enables the body's mechanism to function again at optimal levels. We have all these layers of our aura, meridians, nadis, everything needs to work together. And if they work together perfectly, we prevent disease and rapidly accelerate the healing process of the body. Energy medicine can be used as a standalone system to treat anything, mentally, physically, psychologically, or it can be integrated in any other healthcare system to increase its effectiveness and promote faster healing. The human body is a dynamic, interactive, independent network of meridians, energy matrices, consciousness, physical functions, kinesiology. Everything works together and that is demonstrated with the different healing modalities and also homeopathy, yoga, psychological meditations, for example and they can induce health and wellness in the body system. 
And science has also demonstrated that the body is composed of different forms of energy. For example, your organs have a different energy than your muscles or your bones. So each person has a unique balance depending on what the lifestyle is of that person. Like, I could never be a construction worker. I have no muscles. But energy helps the person's own innate healing system to successfully address specific symptoms and establish lasting patterns of good health. And the evidence of that innate healing process is automatically initiated. When you look at, when you cut a finger or break a bone or twist an ankle, the body knows how to heal itself. I also work with epigenetic. Epigenetic is the reason why we all look different. The human DNA is the same for everyone. We all have human DNA. That's why we don't look like a dog or the nails ugly bear. But there are markers on the DNA. And those markers make us look different and process things different. And a skin cell looks very different from a brain cell or a muscle cell. And I keep being amazed how a little baby knows exactly which cell belongs where. And all these cells contain the same DNA, but their genes are expressed differently. The different markers are either turned on or turned off, which creates the different cell types for the different parts of the body. Epigenetic is what makes each of us unique. Even though we're human, why do some of us have blonde hair or dark skin? Why do some of us dislike a certain food <clears throat> and others love it? Why are some of us more outgoing than others? We are all so different. And the different combinations of these genes, these markers that are turned on or off, is what makes each of us unique. Furthermore, you have been, there have been indications that some of the epigenetic change, changes can be inherited and quite often are, but it's not set in stone. So if your family is prone to have cancer, it doesn't mean you're going to have it. And epigenetic is also reversible. What I do is I can change these markers. I can turn some on, I can turn some off, depending on what the body needs. So it's it's very interesting system. The possible arrangements are unlimited pretty well. With I have different sites telling me different things, but it's estimated that we have between 25,000 and 52,000 genes in our body. If we could map every single cause and effect of the different combination, and if we could reverse the genes stated to keep good while eliminating the bad, then we could hypothetically cure anything, slow aging, reverse obesity, reverse anything that a person is ailing. So it's a very interesting part of my 
what I do. I also work with the human microbiome. The human microbiome is defined as the collective genomes of the microbes, and we have a lot of microbes. It's estimated between three to five kilograms of microbes. And the microbiomes, is it not just in your uh, lower body, the large and small intestine? Your ears have a different microbiome. The eyes have a different microbiome. Your mouth, your skin has a different microbiome. And it composes of bacteria, bacteriophage, fungi, protozoa, and viruses that live inside and on our human body. We have about 10 times as many microbial cells as human cells. To study the human as a superorganism composed of both non-human and human cells outnumber human cells by 10 to 1. So we're basically a walking bag of microbes. And most of the microbes in our microbiome system do not cause disease. They help us because the human body relies on the microbes to perform many important functions that we cannot perform without them. Microbes, for example, digest our food. That's why it comes out in a different color than when we put it in. And it generates different nutrients for the whole cells, synthesize vitamins, metabolize drugs, detoxify carcinogenics, stimulate renewal of cells in our linings, your gut lining, our eyes, our mouth, and activate and support the immune system. Now, Denea has such a beautiful explanation of trauma, as we all know. And over the course of life, and we all have traumas, no problem. But they usually stop, and then we deal with them, and we get over them. It's And the stress related to it is a normal reaction to an abnormal event. And as Denea said, there's the fight or flight, but there is also freeze. And some people just freeze. They can't move forwards. And people might even experience traumatic stress just by witnessing a highly distressing event or having a close family member or friend experience such an event. And in the days and weeks following such a trauma, it's common for people to have a flurry of unpredictable emotions and physical symptoms. And normally, when it's a one-time trauma, these symptoms get better. But this lasts in a year and a half. A lot of people are in permanent stress mode. And that creates intense problems. So some people develop acute stress where the amygdala goes into hyperdrive, and that's what is called PTSD. It won't stop dealing with the distress that is function that is happening in their lives. And it can interfere with their daily lives, the school, the work, the social functioning. This is why a lot of people are in such a stress mode right now. 
Now, stress can create a loop between the sympathetic nervous system, the adrenals, the amygdala, creating an amygdala hijack. And this is what we're talking about. And rebalancing and clearing those parts is what I do in my energy medicine. And that can bring back a person into peace again, homeostasis, peace of mind. So there's not much else to say about trauma at this point. Danea has explained it very well. So I'm putting up our contact information. And if anybody has any questions right now, I would be happy to answer them. Perfect. Thank you, Carla. All right. So as you guys now have heard from Carla, energy medicine is a fantastic way in dealing with traumatic events along with any other concerns or many other concerns that us humans get to navigate. And as Shauna mentioned when she introduced us, Carla and I discovered really by accident that using our two gifts, that using our two, combining our passions together brings deeper and more effective results to the person receiving them. And this happens for a few different reasons, right? Things are being released from the body and the mind and, and on a soul level. Now, some people don't, don't think that uh, trauma or events or things like that can be stored at a soul, soul level, but it's in our experience that they can and allowing them to be released on every level really ensures that it's a permanent shift. And when it comes to trauma, because it does change our neurology and it changes our physiology, it's got to be released from the body and the mind in order for it to be completely released. So when a person is in a state of hypnosis, as I mentioned, it's a focused state of relaxation. So you're nice and relaxed. And when that happens, your body's innate wisdom can do its job better, which is to bring balance and, and healing and peace. Well, when you're receiving an energy medicine session, the same thing happens. Everything slows down, your conscious mind gets out of the way and you relax. So what Carla and I discovered is when you use the, the energy medicine and the hypnosis of the NLP, the mind work at the same time, the relaxation is deeper. The sessions are more effective. Now, one thing that is important to remember is Very when, much so, yes. yeah, uh, when you are using natural medicine, things take can take a little bit longer. We live in a world of instant gratification and we're so used to you have a headache, you take a Tylenol, 20 minutes later, you don't have a headache anymore. Or we want it, we want it now. I mean, everything with instant access. And while that's really good in some cases, and again, when it comes to healing and medicine, it's really fabulous that we have these tools in our at our disposal. But to create a permanent change sometimes takes a little bit of time. You know, when you plant a, a tomato plant or a tomato seed, it doesn't, you don't have a tomato right away. It has to be nurtured. It has to grow. It has to, you know, grow roots and, 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 and we are the same way. And I think there's a Facebook thing that goes around that says really, we're just house plants with more emotions and <laughs> we need sunshine and water, it. right? <laughs> so it's like, you know, understanding that, that when you go into the mind and the body, sometimes it takes a little while. It took a while for it to show up physically. 
it's going to take a little while to to go away but once it's gone it's gone for good so and, and no side effects like medication yes yes it is very um you know when i first met carla i had uh, what presented itself as arthritis in my hand and it was so swollen i couldn't hold a fork and you know like look at that now it'll act up now now it's an indicator it tells me that i've either been eating too much dairy or i am <laughs> resisting something i'm pushing against something so that's just me and that's my story i can only speak for me but i find it fascinating the way uh, the body can heal and the mind can heal. Mm -hmm. So I know that we've shared a heck of a lot of information. We went through it really quickly. So if you have any questions or you want to experience this for yourself, kindly reach out. Shauna's going to share our contact information. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we're always here for you guys. So Carla, is there Thank anything? You. Yeah, anything else you'd like to add? No, I am really good. You good. said it all, hon. Thank, Thank you. you. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Shauna. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. That was that was amazing, you guys. Thank you. <laughs> I think it was slightly better than the last time. I would say so. Not that the last one was good too, but they're all good. I'm always learning something new from you guys. So that's fantastic. You're, you're quite a dynamic duo, the two of you. <laughs> thank you. Which one's Batman and which one's Robin, though? Do 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 do. Well, it depends. It depends on what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> different times and different days. Yeah. Yeah, we balance each other out. We have different strengths and weaknesses. So, you know, yeah. works well. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us today and sharing your awesomeness. Thank it's you really for having me. it. Thank you. Thank you, Shauna. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.